Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and replaces the motorcycle with a Camaro for every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Matt Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and rate us on your podcast app, which is the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, we'll be covering today's episode of Agents of Shield, Season 4, Episode 1, The Ghost. Original air date September 20th, 2016. All right, and uh, here's a quick reminder of what actually happens in uh, in that episode. Daisy attacks a group of watchdogs when a mysterious car arrives. After the car is uh, lit on fire with an everyday RPG, the driver kills the remaining conscious watchdogs, except the one that he takes as a prisoner. The next day, Daisy interrogates the unconscious watchdog in the hospital and gets an idea of where to look next for the, the mysterious car driver guy. Uh, also, Daisy meets up with an old friend, Yo-Yo. Coulson, May, and Mac meet up to discuss a potential lead on finding Daisy, since she's gone AWOL from S.H.I.E.L.D. They get some new toys and get ready to follow up on the lead, uh, and then later, Yo-Yo meets up with them. The mysterious ghost of a rider interrogates the watchdog he took prisoner the night before. After not getting enough information, he kills the watchdog. Fitz goes to Dr. Radcliffe's house and meets Ada, Radcliffe's new uh, LMD, life model decoy. Fitz is not happy about this and is super freaked out, but he begrudgingly jumps at the opportunity to help improve Ada. After discovering May warned Coulson and Mac about Daisy being in LA, Simmons confronts her. May is not happy the team was broken up, and Simmons says that she took her new high-level job in order to keep an eye out for the team. Daisy finds Robbie, the ghostwriter, and because this is a superhero show, they fight almost immediately. Daisy says Robbie killed a bunch of people, and Robbie says they were all bad people. Then turns into a monster with a flaming skull for a head. A logical progression. The ghostwriter has a chance to kill Daisy, and she asks him to, but he decides to leave instead. Mac and Coulson set up a sting operation to figure out why a box was stolen by a white supremacist terrorist group. Two of the people who moved the box went crazy. During the sale, the box is open, so everyone in the room starts uh, seeing weird, crazy stuff, and a ghost lady speaks. After they start killing each other, Mace Team arrives and incapacitates everyone still alive. Once this is done, the ghost lady passes by May, who notices her. At the end of the episode, we see that May is also seeing the same thing the other people were saying. But she's cool, so she's not going crazy. (sighs) Alright, that was a lot longer. What was that, two minutes? Yeah, almost. I I didn't I didn't pay attention to the time right away, but you were at a minute and forty seconds after I started paying attention. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, but man, there was a lot of ground to cover there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into our fast facts, I just want to put a little disclaimer out for our listeners and anyone who's like, "Hey, this episode aired before Agent uh, Luke Cage." Well, a holes. We. <laughs> Didn't think it would be a, a good story-wise for us to watch two episodes of um, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. then do 13 weeks of Luke Cage. So, just control your anger. We're... <laughs> I'm sorry, I came off really hostile, but... <laughs> it's okay, you're a teacher. Yeah. 
Yeah, and also where I live right now, it's 112 degrees. So, and we're not used to that. I don't live in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now we can move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Uh, Al, do you have any fast facts? Um, so I have one that I kind of, it's its not fast at all. Um, okay. But I, I did kind of want to put it here, at least in the in the beginning of, of us talking about this. Uh, just because as, as like a reminder for setting the tone for, you know, the rest of the season or i guess half season third of the season that we're going to do for this before branching out into other things um all right so we, we've done this in the past with agents of shield where you know th- this is a show where the characters change a lot because they're going through like super crazy stuff like you know we, we've we've recently gone over like luke cage daredevil uh jessica jones they don't change a lot as their seasons progress but agents of shield yeah. things get crazy um so i i wanted to like remind people of what are the random miscellaneous things that have happened to these characters uh, since then? Um, and I put down a note to grab those notes, but I completely forgot to do that. <laughs> and so I'm just going to go off of memory here. Um, okay. So you've got um, uh, Daisy, uh, formerly Sky, right? She raised Hacker. Now she's a uh, badass S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And most recently, uh, mainly as a recap from the previous season, um, she recently lost her boyfriend, who sacrificed himself to kill Yay. <laughs> to to kill the body of Ward or Agent Agent Ward who was dead at the time but still kind of had the memories that part got weird you know with whole alien being stuff mm-hmm. um you've got May who I guess has now come to grips with things but also her in the previous season lost her husband um so I'm sure she's still not doing too hot because of that um and also just because i want to bring this up every time in season one she touched the anger stick and so apparently she's still going to be constantly angry for 50 years Um, i forgot about the anger stick (laughs) i want to bring that up every time i can (laughs) um uh I guess that's all I've got so far. Coulson lost a hand a couple seasons ago. Um, Fitzsimmons have been through stuff. Oh, they're together now, so that's nice. They finally... Mm-hmm. It only took them a few seasons. Um, you forgot to mention that Daisy got superpowers? Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. Yeah, <laughs> when she got her name, she also got her powers. You know, yeah. when she went from Sky to Daisy, you know, transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Simmons uh, lived on another planet for a long time. Um yeah. Yep. That'll that'll definitely mess with you um, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Fitz yeah. spent months trying to find her, and, and yeah, and he had brain damage for a while. Oh, that's right. So, um, and he just is fine now, right? He slowly progressed to being better, but like, yeah. So I guess Fitz is better now. So good. Yay. Um, who else? Mac is fine. I don't. I don't know. I, I guess I, I remember last season Mac kind of was at the point where he was thinking of just leaving shield altogether but uh, i guess that changed so good thing he's still around and uh oh and uh bobby and hunter they're gone they were a big part of a season and mm-hmm. a half and and now they're they're gone forever yeah yeah so a lot of things have happened to these guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, and so this is season 4 ooh yeah 
Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, this is the halfway like the season is the halfway point of Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah, and and just like to give you know other people listening um, a little bit of of a idea where our minds are um, when we recorded this, the series finale of Agents of Shield just happened this past week for us. So you know, mm. in our minds, we're still thinking of that and. I guess we'll we'll try very hard not to bring in spoilers, even though that's all we want to talk about. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, after that very slow fact, we'll mm-hmm. move into some more fast facts. Uh, the biggest thing this episode brings is the introduction of the all-new Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes. Um, uh, he premiered in all-new Ghost Rider number one back in 2014, and he's actually the fifth Ghost Rider and my favorite. Because oh. he's Mexican. <laughs> he's oh, the okay. only one I've read. He's the only comics I read of Ghost Rider I've ever read was the all-new Ghost Rider series. Hmm. Yeah. You know, there was a point where I wanted to read a Ghost Rider series. And at the time, there mm-hmm. wasn't one. So I just stopped trying and then moved yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, um, the actor is Gabriel Luna, who played the bad Terminator in the most recent Terminator, which is actually not a bad movie. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, the more I thought about that movie, the more I thought the title was perfect for it, Dark Fate. But we don't we don't need to go off on a tangent about that. But okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> we get a mention that the Zephyr is the biggest plane ever built in this. So I looked up the biggest plane ever built. Uh huh. Which is the Ukrainian Ant- Antonov An two two five. Not even going to pronounce that last word. M R I Y A Marie Marie. See, I just want to say a American name. Um, it has a 290-foot wingspan. And it has a lot of other facts that I didn't write all down. But that's pretty big. <laughs> okay. Now, did you write that, or did you happen to notice what year that plane was made? Uh, before this, I want to say okay. 2012. Like, okay. Yeah. Really, that's all I was asking. Yeah. Um. We also get Agent Davis in this, who we haven't seen since uh, episode 109, Repairs, which is the episode with ghost, with a ghost guy in it. <laughs> um, yeah, and when, like Agent Davis uh, becomes a surprisingly large part of the show. Spoilers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, um, I can't remember who asks, but someone asks him about his wife and she's pregnant and getting bigger every day. The actor, Matt Osinki, is married to the actress who played Jaying, and at this time she was pregnant. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they were just filming a normal conversation. Maybe they were just practicing. Yeah, that's hundred percent what it was. <laughs> he got in trouble <laughs> because she watched it. She's like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why he didn't have any other scenes for a while. He had to like leave and just like you know, yeah, take, that's take exactly care of her. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, finally, we get superhero landing number seventy-two. Uh, Daisy landing behind the guy who is randomly shooting up that trophy store uh, when he's freaking out about the Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um, so that was your last fast fact. That was my last fact. All right. Well, then um, I'm going to bring in um, what we were doing previously because you didn't mention it. 
Um, where does the title of the episode come in? Oh, from? I did have that note. I just skipped over it. Oh, okay. Um, it could have two reasons. One, because of the ghost rider. Or he's more of a driver. You don't ride a car. You drive a car. Unless, Do you? Unless you can ride in a car and you're a passenger. But if you're driving it, I consider that driving. Where you ride a motorcycle or ride a horse. But, I mean, you're driving a motorcycle. In that sense, right? Because driving means you're controlling it. I assume. I'm not I, looking at the definition. I feel like driving, part of driving like in the vehicle is like you got to be on top of it. Like a horse or a bicycle or a motorcycle. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because um, also what I was about to say is if you were, like if our listeners, if you're li- around in like the, the 2000s, uh, ghost riding the whip, ghost rider, is when you're on top of the car. Because my friend did that and ran over my foot with my own car. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, the ghost could be the ghost person who drives the people insane at the end of this episode. So, either way. Yeah, Alright. Um, or, hidden meaning number three, that it probably mm-hmm. isn't. Daisy is like a ghost to the rest of the the team at shield because they, yeah, they can't they can't get over yeah. they can't find her <laughs> didn't think of that one triple meaning Ooh. that's a, that's the depth of agents of shield <laughs> i mean kind of actually they're really good about that kind of stuff yeah. yeah all right you ready to move on to our very complicated discussion of our characters of our heroes yes it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Why don't you just choose where we go with this? Because I, I, I don't know. I've, I've... All right. I'm just too confused. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just I did Daisy first because that's I think that was the first hero I saw. So yeah. I mean the opening scene is is her. So yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so we get a suit up montage from her. Uh she's taking painkillers because she's still breaking her bones when she quakes, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hey, did they they gave her bracelets or bracers, right? Yeah, so in it, uh, what is, okay, so this is season four. So at the end uh-huh. of season two is when she gets them from Simmons. And I assume in season yeah. three, like, she has better ones. Um, yeah. But maybe she, she just not... Well, anyway, what were you going to say? Well, so what What I remember them saying is that it, it helps her stay concentrated. Or, like, it, it, it basically helps her become less injured. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so even... So even if she's doing it a lot, you know, that's still going to hurt her and mess with her arms is my assumption of how that goes. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, she's quaking her own bones, giving herself microfractures. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, is the, does she not use them because she doesn't want anything from S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because we see later in this episode, she's having Yo-Yo steal stuff from S.H.I.E.L.D. for her. <laughs> so I'm not sure why she's not wearing those. I assume that she was still wearing them and we just didn't see. I mean, she's wearing that jacket the entire time, right? Yeah, but no, she I isn't she wearing the jacket because of the bandages? 
because of what's happening to her arms. Like, my thing is she wouldn't need the pain pills if she were have those bracers or whatever you call them. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe she lost them. <laughs> yeah, she lost them. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, I I assume that she had them. Like, like, uh, I mean, what's the what's that like? Because these things exist right now. Um, I wear them on my knees when I work out. Um, they're like the the compression sock kind of things, like to help you. I'll with take your word for it. Yeah, I'll uh, take your. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so. Yeah, so like like you can go further, like you can do more stuff before you're in pain, but eventually you're still going to be in pain. And we see yeah. that she's been pushing herself really hard. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll accept that. <laughs> also, uh, in the same vein, just since we're talking about her powers, I completely forgot that this was a problem for her. Like in later seasons, um, I feel like she doesn't use her powers as much and maybe like she's just kind of learned to get to that happy medium um yeah so like i i actually forgot that this was a, a real problem that she has to deal with yeah i mean, well i think when you're you're part of a team you don't have to put use your powers or your abilities as much oh that makes sense yeah she's super reliant on them in order to fight you know mm-hmm. seven people at once so yeah, yeah. mm-hmm um, the only thing else I have for Daisy that isn't tied up with uh, Ghost Rider <laughs> is um, um, it's really smart that she based herself in Los Angeles because small earthquakes aren't that unusual there. So it'd be hard. It's not. It's good to mask her powers. Yeah, they are. <laughs> what? Like, the, I, I, okay. Um, small earthquakes. Okay, in a fan. It, it, in a in a fantasy or in a sci-fi version of Los Angeles, they're like every day. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> I've met I've met a bunch of people who live in like the Midwest who are so scared to visit California because mm-hmm. of like the earthquakes that happen all the time. I'm like, no, nah, it's like it's like it's years in between, and half the time you're asleep when they happen. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Then again, I'm scared to go to the Midwest because of tornadoes. So, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think the Midwest is one big tornado, right? That's my understanding. So I yeah. went. Um, so <laughs> you live in, wait, first of all. You live in Florida. You're under a constant hurricane too, so it all makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I know when the hurricanes are coming. I just stay in. Tornadoes, they just yeah. happen. You've got like 20 minutes. <laughs> um. So there, there was one time where I was, I was in, uh, in Dallas. Um, this was a few years ago, and this building that I'm in, like one day I, I looked around and I just noticed all of these signs that say that say, um, like tornado shelter if needed, basically saying like, mm-hmm. yeah, this if if you need a tornado shelter, this room is safe, and like this business building, they were all over the place, and I think that got to me. <laughs> yeah. I try to think. Like I've driven through Nebraska. I've never gone through like Kansas, which is what I think of tornado. Maybe because of Wizard of Oz. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> of Smallville, but okay. You know what? I've only watched like the first four episodes of Smallville. You, you got the gist. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm thinking tornadoes, not uh, m- 
kryptonite meteorites, which happens only in Smallville. Ah, okay, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, back to Daisy. Uh, I did kind of mm-hmm. want to point out one thing that I felt was really weird or odd about this. Um, the Literally, the opening scene is her like doing her suit up uh, to go out. But mm-hmm. like they had to do it in this sexy view, which is unlike anything yeah. we've ever seen in this show and ever will see in this show, too. Yeah, um, I actually I, I felt a little creepy watching Daisy being all sexy because that's not they don't sexualize her that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it it's weird because she was trying to like or I mean the way she was doing it was was like the the I'm cool suiting up thing, but also they're just gonna throw in the sexy too. It it was weird. I I just yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I, I kinda wonder <laughs> I wonder if it was ABC, like, yep, all of our other shows primetime do this, so you're gonna have to do that for the season premiere to get more people watching. That that's all I can think of is what happened. Yeah, I mean it's a possibility. There's I'm not gonna spoil it, but there's only one other time they objectify Daisy like that. And they do it as a joke. And they call it out as a joke. So. Okay. I don't remember this. But okay. It's. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. Because okay. yeah, it will spoil yeah. something. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and then in that case. I guess we'll, we'll move on from Daisy. Um, who do you want to move to next? I mean. I'm just going in chronological order. Of when we saw the characters. <laughs> so. Okay. I, I have May as next. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, uh, she is the most. Well, this is day. This is May, so it makes sense. But she is the most angry about uh, having a new director and a new um, way of doing things at the Shield base. Well, it also makes sense in a sense, right? Like, especially like as a team, they're so used to being in the open. Like, hell, that was a whole plot point in season two, right? Of Colson keeping secrets, um, which mm-hmm. in the end was because he had, you know, Shield number two that I guess branched off and ended up under Fury. But, um, hmm. like th- that was the whole thing because you're like they were spying on him, or I think I think May was questioning him too, all that stuff. And then in season yeah. three, they were like, okay, now yeah, we're we're a team, we work together, we tell each other everything, and now that's all gone, and they're back to season one of not trusting that that stuff or like being more questionable about things like real yeah i spy mean agency stuff they got spoiled they were like <laughs> where they're in on everything and then now there are people in the hallways who have names what's this stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> uh and and the, the, she has to interact with them too she has to train them uh yeah one cool thing i think at least from my point of view, she's probably still pissed off because there are other people there. But um, <laughs> she leads her own strike team, like Cap did at the beginning of Winter Soldier. So I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, you know, it seems from what we can tell is that all of these people from previous S.H.I.E.L.D. have kind of gone to be leaders in a sense of mm-hmm. stuff, right? We, we definitely see Simmons. She got the cool high-level job. I assume Fitz got... Actually, I have no idea what Fitz is more in charge of. He's still in the lab. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he is though, because he's able to do all this other stuff, <laughs> like go and see Radcliffe and stuff. Yeah, but that was more like an afternoon off with seeing Radcliffe. I thought. Yeah, but but Simmons couldn't get the time off. 
Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but she's also the high. From what we can tell, Simmons is like the highest level of mm-hmm. all of those those shieldies. Which I was actually very surprised Coulson wasn't like at least in an advisor role of some sort. He's kind of back down to agent, uh, but maybe that's what yeah. he wanted. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, maybe he does want to just be an agent, but I feel like he'd be like. I feel like that's not the best place for Coulson, the former director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Exactly. I feel like, yeah, yeah, he should be a lot closer to the director. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I guess, and we we probably shouldn't jump into this too much, because I know next week we get a little bit more info on this, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you think, even if you don't want to use his information and his knowledge, which you should, you'd want him nearby because he has the information and knowledge. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. because, um, and this is a little, like this is a one-off line spoiler that, that we get next week. Um, this shield is not public yet. People don't know about shield. Mm, it's true. Um, so, which means this shield is new. So current director is new to this kind of thing and would probably just want like, Hey, I need more advisement just to get things up and running quickly. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we're kind of shifting to Coulson, but is there anything else about May you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, uh, no. I mean, really, um, she didn't have a big part of the episode, honestly. So there really mm-hmm. wasn't much. It was just kind of where she's at now as a person, you know, leading her team. We see her at the end actually leading a team, which was pretty badass. Um, she just, damn, she just jumped in. Um, I don't know if that's something you wanted to wait to talk about later, but it was cool. No, we can talk about it now. Oh, okay. I think I said everything yeah. I, I had, but okay. I mean, yeah, she just jumped in and she, like her and her team were very tight knit. Like they are training a lot and they knew exactly what to do as soon as they got in. So that was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't, moving on to Colson, I don't have, I have one note about him. I think we talked more about Colson than I had planned at all. <laughs> we'll talk and about my one note about him is, yeah, is he's got a new hand with x-ray powers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and probably other things, too, because uh, Fitz yeah. says that there's a manual, so then there must be multiple other cool new functions. True. Um, is there anything else about Colson? No, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've got nothing. Um, apparently, he's really good at keeping track of time, um, because Mac wanted a beer, and Colson said, "No, man, it's six a.m. now, as of a half hour ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they, he's more, he knows the international dateline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I've got Fitz next. Okay. If you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's testing out a thing called the framework and working with Radcliffe. Um, I didn't know that there were certain things that had become important later that showed up so early in the season. <laughs> oh, um, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know if this is a spoiler, if we should say it, especially because uh, I've already said it becomes important later. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, so they're testing out this cool framework thing that <laughs> might not show up ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was that was nice. Yeah, Fitz and Simmons were, were toying around with it. Or he was yeah. showing her, I guess, because he was making it. 
what did they mention anything about the framework in season three that I don't remember? I don't think so. I feel like this is the first time we've ever heard it. So this is just a completely new technology they're experimenting at for, well, they say for like um, training purposes, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. There's no like world ending crisis at the current moment, so they might as well just try new things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure like everyone always has that list of like, oh, here's this cool thing I, I kind of want to work on. And you think about it for a little bit and then you shelve it. And you and maybe go back, or to you it. create the matrix, <laughs> or that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's yeah, like uh, one of Fitz's problems. Now he's like, "Well, how are we going to power this? I mean, I really want to use live human bodies, but <laughs> I, it, I feel like it's unethical. So that's why Fitz never creates the matrix. Well, in this season, we'll get into Fitz and ethics. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so much I can say about Fitz's ethics, but I'm not I'm not going to right now. Okay. Um, that's fair. <laughs> so he gives Mac an exploding pen. Which <laughs> there um, ethics. I well yeah, that's from uh uh Goldeneye. I know that because even though we've slowed down way a lot on it, like doing one every other week, we're still watching the James Bond movies. We watched Goldeneye maybe a month ago. <laughs> I should rewatch those. Like I, I, I remember thinking Pierce Brosnan as my favorite 007. Um, he is I definitely should, should my favorite. Well. <laughs> okay. After now seeing at least one movie from every James Bond, and we've only watched two of the Pierce Brosnan ones so far. Um, he is my favorite. Roger Moore is a close second though, because he's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like talking about Fitz um, and his morals. Why do you give a guy a pen that you can you can obviously confuse with all the other pens? I feel like a pen is a bad exploding thing. You know that's on Mac at that point, right? Like Fitz gave it to him. He he said, "Hey, you know, yes, this is the thing you asked for. Sure, I made it exactly to your specifications. Good luck. Stay away from me. I'm sure they won't be hugging anytime soon. No." I disagree because Fitz, well, yeah, no, Fitz is, um, I think one of Fitz's flaws is he thinks he's smarter than everyone else, which he is, but he knows it. Um, so in his mind, it's like giving a exploding pen to a child. (laughs) I work with children and I have a wide variety of exploding pens, but none of the kids are allowed to have them. All right. I now I don't remember this at all. The the exploding pen, not the the fact that you work yeah, with children. I, uh, so I have I, no idea if it pays off ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I was going with it too. Like I'm wondering if it pays off. <laughs> we'll well, we've put so much like we've put so much um time talking about it. It better pay off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. God. All right. Now we got to look at our schedule. Uh, let's see. Considering we're only going to do. Uh, let's see, two thirds of this season, and then we do Iron Fist. I'm sure it happens at the end okay. of the season. It's probably at the season finale. So we'll talk about this in May. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about this in the beginning about this season. Is that there's like three mini seasons in this season? Yeah, that's right, actually. And we are covering kind of uh, two of those mini seasons together. 
Um, mm. I guess with a break with a in little bit Doctor of Doctor Strange, Strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and that this is kind of the only time that that actually ever happens. Um, next season, they they do it as two mini seasons together, um, mm-hmm. and then they're just done with it after that for the final two seasons. But those are also yeah. small well, seasons. I mean, the final two seasons were actually structured as if they were one season, according to the writers, because they didn't know how it was going to work out. <laughs> All right, and that does actually make sense. It really does fit. Okay. Um. Yeah, the only other thing talking about Fitz's morals again. He knows as soon as he meets Ada, he can't tell Simmons about Ada. Not just because he saw a naked lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he does give a good reason for it um, mm-hmm. because he says that you know now Simmons is doing those uh, those lie like detectors. weekly like yeah the the lie detector tests and so. Eventually, it would be found out because I guess I, I they they kind of touched on it that um, Radcliffe just isn't able to do cool techno stuff anymore um, as part of something that he signed. Yeah. Hey, um, why don't they put the bracelet on Radcliffe like they put on Daisy back in season one, so she she can't use tech? Huh. That's a good point. I didn't think about it. Um. I mean, maybe they just didn't care enough. Like with Daisy, there was an actual like potential problem um, because, you know, she was on a shield base and all that stuff Um, with him. He's at home like. Now he can't watch TV. That's just yeah, that's just cool. (laughs) True. Yeah, but like Daisy wasn't even allowed to use a computer outside of shield Uh where um, Radcliffe, uh, tried to end the world. <laughs> I feel like... Well, he was <laughs> under duress. Okay. He has the capability of ending the world, where Sky at that time did not. Now, yeah. But she did not have that capability. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eh, uh, just, I don't know reasons i guess okay fair fair yep. if 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 this didn't happen we wouldn't have had the end of a season <laughs> that's true we would have only had the yep. first two-thirds yep not that anything comes from anything in this episode they're not setting anything up no spoilers all right that's right yeah we're a spoiler free show we've never spoiled yep. anything here ever Except for, like, Rogue One. And we got a negative review for that. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, are we good with uh, Fitz? <laughs> yeah, I'm good to, to move on. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Um, then we've got Simmons. What, what do you got to say? What do you have anything for Sim- Simmons? Nothing new. We, we've kind of already talked about her. I mean, because, you know, uh, she has that cool new job um yeah with the the rainbow of permissions that mm-hmm. um and actually you know as i thought about the, that rainbow of permissions um it kind of like the way that she described it really made it sound like you know level one two three like 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 higher level but it kind of seemed more like like a spectrum of permissions and like okay this person over here they have you know these four and then this one over here on the right. And then someone like May, okay, she's going to have three of the ones on the right. And like mm-hmm. one over here in the middle, one on the left. So it kind of seemed like 
a little bit flatter. And as a result, you can't just say, hey, I'm level seven, so give me everything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, does the, is the director's color like ugly brown because he's all the colors mixed together? <laughs> or... I mean, in terms of actual paint, yeah, but it's probably like white because that's like, isn't that all colors combined that's, or the absence? That's of true. That's that's all. It's all colors combined in light and the absence of color and pigment. So yeah, got okay. they got to decide. Yeah, um, yeah. The only thing I have for Simmons is that she's doing everything by the book and perfectly to try to get on the truster, the director's uh, good side, so she can undermine him <laughs> or i don't know i i mean she said that she just wanted to protect her team right so mm-hmm. that's not so bad yeah i don't feel like true. that's a, a undermining i mean it's not bad because we like simmons but i don't know if she was an unlikable character this would be a big deal yeah, but I mean, when it comes to, you know, the media of, of things, TV, movies, if it's someone we didn't like, they would also be doing something bad. True. Like, they, True. they would be... Well, we don't... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, we don't know what they, uh, what um, Simmons is going to do. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... I'm that's it for our heroes. I have like some iffy people in the guy in the chair section. Okay. Um yeah. Mostly cuz Yo-Yo's not a hero yet. Yeah, she's still she she's still not a main character. I mean, she mm-hmm. is not a main character. Um yeah. <laughs> and she geez. may never be. Yeah. Um Mac was also in the episode a lot. We didn't really talk about oh, yeah. him. Yeah, I didn't have I, anything for Mac. Yeah, same. Um I mean, he, uh, Mac so, is so many characters. There, there's a lot of like, hey, here's new stuff in this episode. So, yeah. Don't worry. We're just warming up for a few years down the line when we get to Infinity War and have to spend 45 minutes on each character. Um, we get <laughs> or to, 45 minutes talking about the characters. We gleefully get to do that. For Infinity oh, yeah. War. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll um, see how that goes. All right, yeah. uh, ready to move on to the villains? Or yeah, villain? let's do it. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Um, I only have Robbie Reyes in here because the skinheads aren't... Well, they're, they're not characters, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're... As of right now, they're basically just there to move the real plot forward. They really are just all um, lackeys, too, right? Like, when mm-hmm. you compare them to, like, how a TV show will um, organize evil characters or villains, that kind of stuff. So, like, at best, that's really what they are. But, yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about uh, our ghostwriter. Uh, let's just talk about the look of him. Compared to 
the Nick Cage Ghost Rider, which is the only other cinematic Ghost Rider. How? What do you think about the stylized skull? Um, so I should have looked at them side by side to compare ahead of mm-hmm. time. So I don't really remember. Um, I feel like this one is probably better, but I'm basing yeah. that off of not remembering the Nick Cage one. Yeah. In in my opinion, uh, the Ghost Rider, at least in the 2000, what, eight ghost 2004 what what year was the ghost rider that we watched <laughs> uh i think it was 2008 i vaguely okay, remember two- being in college watching it and that was around that time okay and the 2008 ghost rider um it looks like a like a cg regular person's skull with after effects flames on his head in my opinion. oh okay so smaller than what we see in this one yeah this is much more stylized and elongated yeah okay i i think i do like this one more because it actually feels more like a monster mm-hmm. so it's you know yeah. bigger kind of thing yeah yeah i i do like it. and then also he's driving like i'm not a car guy but he's driving my favorite car which is a 68 charger so that's also a big plus for me too oh all right so is that what a camaro is Oh, did I write Camaro earlier? Yeah, when when you did the the intro yeah. joke, I because I I don't know what a Camaro is. Yeah, like, it I don't is, know cars. A, it is a, it's a Charger, it's a Charger, and I wrote Camaro because I had a brain fart earlier because I changed uh. it in the notes. Damn it! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No, it's a Charger. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, oh, I now I scrolled up and I, now I lost my notes. There they are. Okay. <laughs> so easy to do right it's just a wall of text it is <laughs> um so when we get his introduction and they get the rpg of the car and it flips in the air i really wanted to count that as a superhero landing for the car <laughs> but <laughs> i thought man you can't do a three-point turn on the car or a three-point landing on a car without really messing up the car like losing a wheel I, well a supercar that's superhero landing superhero car yeah. I mean, should I count it? Should this be superhero landing number 73? Um, you know, I feel like I should rewatch that scene just to be sure, but you know what? Yeah, why not? Let's give it to the All car. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm writing it down so when I search later superhero landings in our one note, I'll be able to find it. <laughs> I was wondering how you did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um number 73. Nice. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is really violent for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A lot of blood spray. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I th- I'm i kind of going back to the whole, you know, se- season premiere kind of thing, right? Maybe that, that's why they're they're trying to do some of this, because um, mm-hmm. you know, this is the beginning scene, right? You had sexy suiting up and then followed yeah. by um, action fighting, followed by um, murder from Ghost Car. Yeah. We should look up, I'm not going to, unless you want to, uh, we should look up if this was the season they moved from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Because it would make sense if they're starting to air this later. Oh, uh, that would make sense. Uh, I'm not going to look that up. Uh, just because okay. I know that they, they yeah, they, they've changed their time a lot uh, on the on the show. Like the days and the mm-hmm. time and all that. So uh, that yeah. would make sense, but yeah. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we have for uh, Robbie or Ghost Rider? Not much. I mean, 
Um, oh, you know, I guess I guess one of the things to point out is, you know, very different from the last Ghost Rider we've seen with Nick Cage. Um, you know, th- this Ghost Rider, you know, they, they seem to be more uh, connected with each other in, in a sense that, you know, like they're they kind of have that shared goal or really. And, and I don't remember how much of this we find out in this episode versus next week. Uh, but basically, it, you know, Robbie is just kind of doing the things because he has to, like he, he kind of knows. But for the most part, he agrees with the Ghost Rider. He's like, yeah, okay, I mm-hmm. guess we'll do that. That's fine. Yeah, and he has some semblance of control over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is definitely not Bruce Banner and the Hulk, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice, right? This is a different style of that transformation that we have in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder... We maybe should have watched um, uh, the other Ghost Rider movie in the ten months since the last time we watched Ghost Rider. If he <laughs> ever gets control, if Luke, if Nick Cage ever gets control of it, that's a good point. I think he kind of does. I, I think yeah, there's I've more only, control, but okay. I've only seen that movie in theaters, so same. I too have only seen it the one time you and I went to go see it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So. Uh, Robbie was going to kill Daisy in this <laughs> when she was asking around for him. What's wait? He was going to kill her. Yeah, he got he got a pipe, and before he knew she had powers, he was going to kill her because like he is a serial killer, technically. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I thought he was just going to knock her out and like leave, but I I guess you're right. We don't actually know. Yeah, I mean. We find out that he's got his little brother. He can't just leave town. So if someone's on his trail, you're going to have to take him out. Yeah. Huh. And then we get a cool fight between them two. Yeah, that was sweet. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And Daisy loses pretty much only because she's been pushing herself really hard. Like, that wasn't her at her her best. So It's true. Yeah, but she wants him to kill her because she feels guilt about what happened to Lincoln and then all the stuff that went down at the end of season three, but he won't cause she's not evil and probably, probably other stuff too. Right. I mean, there was stuff with her mom dying recently. Yeah. Um, I guess that was about a year before this or somewhere in that yeah. time frame. It was a year ago. Get over it, Daisy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, like I take that back. No with her. Yeah. 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 Uh, and her actual biological dad is now a vet. I guess. Um, you know, she could see yeah. him all the time if she just got a puppy. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know who she is, so... Yeah. Better not to ever talk about him again. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to chance him accidentally remembering. No. It's true. I mean, like, because he went through the same process Colson did, right? And Colson eventually remembered everything. Yeah, but Coulson was also like in a position where unraveling that mystery was like important, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you have for uh, Robbie Reyes slash Ghost Rider? No, no, that's it. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's take a quick uh, quick break for a word from our sponsor. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. So 
So, uh, Tony, you've had a lot of car problems in the past, right? Um, have yes, you, yes, I have. <laughs> of the <laughs> many uh, situations where this has happened, um, have you ever been in a situation where you need to drive really fast while your car is on fire? <laughs> uh, no, but I feel like it almost happened when my car super overheated coming to your wedding, which is why I missed your wedding. You know, for some reason, I thought you were just going to say yes and leave it at that. But uh, thanks for yeah. elaborating. That was that was kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but this dovetails right into the products offered by this week's sponsor, Vroom Boom Cars. <clears throat> We've all seen the videos online of their bulletproof cars, so I won't elaborate any more on that. But now they have explosion-proof cars. That's right. A car that won't explode. Recently, I was given one of these cars to test out, and I was really excited to test the explosive-proof armor. Unfortunately, I was not able to get my hands on an RPG. For some reason, they can't just give those out to reviewers. Use promo code MCU Rewind to do a test drive of the car while being shot at by an RPG. Nice. Yeah, that would have been a better demo. I don't know why they just let me a car for a week. It was it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have like not an explosion, but you could have bought a flamethrower. So. I guess that's I mean, true. Those you had you options. Can just buy online, apparently. Right? <laughs> yes, you can. Um, who was it? Uh, Elon Musk was yeah. selling those for Elon, the boring company. Elon Musk did yeah. that. I was having a conversation with someone about that, and they were like three hundred or four hundred dollars. And I asked them, like, how much does a flamethrower usually go? And like $6,000 is what they said. I was like, oh, I don't want a, a discount <laughs> flamethrower. <laughs> no, I don't want a flamethrower anyway, but if I were to buy one, I wouldn't want a discount one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially given all the horror stories of what happened in, uh, was it Vietnam? Um, yeah. Probably There's also, also World War II. and in World War Two, oh. yeah, because I remember a scene in, I want to say Band of Brothers, either Band of Brothers or Saving Private Ryan, one of those, someone who had a flamethrower and then it got shot and exploded, and it wasn't good. Okay, so more of the story. Um, don't buy cheap flamethrowers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious why that one was so much cheaper. Maybe that one's like not really weaponized, like. It's just a small uh, flame. I, have, I think a flamethrower by default is weaponized. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what makes a flamethrower a flamethrower. Like, I feel like, doesn't it shoot like a chemical of some sort that like sticks to things? Uh, like napalm, right? Napalm yeah, jelly? Something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe the one that Elon Musk sold didn't have that. Like you had to buy the attachment. And that was an extra fifty five hundred. So he's selling a super soaker that shoots fire. <laughs> yes, basically is okay. my assumption. Yeah. All right, let's All right. stop talking about this. Um, I don't want to get let's sued. Go to the, let's talk about other mad scientists with the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. All we'll right. start with Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, in my notes, I just had Ada, but it is basically, basically the same thing. Um, yeah. So, all right. So Radcliffe's been working on this, and we've, we've known of Ada 
Uh, actually, can, can you remind me? So I remember in the past season, season three, like mm-hmm. one of the end credit scenes for the finale was Radcliffe yeah. like walking into his lab and he was talking to Ada, right? The disembodied voice of yes. the thing that he had. And uh, he said, hey, you're, you're going to be born today. And so now we're actually seeing the, the fruit of that. Um, did we know Ada before that instance? Like I don't voice? think... No, I don't think so because we never saw him at home with his his own setup until the end of the um, season. Okay, that's a good point. All right. Um, One of the other things I wanted to bring up about Ada specifically is that uh, Radcliffe specifically says that um, she cannot pass the Turing test. Um, Mm -hmm. But I got to say, it kind of looks like she can, um, given her the knowledge that she has so far in in terms of being able to converse with a human being. Um, Yeah and and i had to look it up again just to to Mm -hmm. to remember uh but the turing test Mm -hmm. is text only like it's not like it's not like yeah it's not like you know looking like a real person it's just if you had um a an evaluator is what they call it so like if there was one person and they were chatting with two separate people uh or people you know in quotes uh, one of them was actually human the other one was the computer program would the evaluator be able to tell if, you know, within reasonably be able to guess, you know, which of those is the computer? Um, that, that's essentially mm-hmm. the Turing test. So. I think in his mind, in this context, it would be like, if you spoke to Ada and you spoke to Simmons and didn't know which one was a human, she, you'd be able to tell that Simmons was the machine. Or I mean, Ada. <laughs> I failed. I failed the Turing test. A good thing I'm not a judge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, then again, I guess we could also say that in this world of the MCU, you know, where these types of technological marvels exist, maybe the Turing test is different there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if it's like if you could just do voice, like. Um, Jarvis, before he got sen- supposed sentience, before all the stuff with the um, Mind Stone, pretty pretty sure he would have passed the Turing test, if like the verbal version. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm talking about com- comparing Radcliffe with uh, Stark. Apparently, um, <laughs> did he did Radcliffe invent an LMD? And if he did. Why does Stark know what LMDs are in the Avengers? Oh, um, they actually do answer this later in this season. Um, oh, I remember okay. That. Then we'll we'll hold off. I don't okay. remember that at all. All right. Um, it's not real. Uh, uh, I'm debating because it's not really a spoiler. It's not. Um, okay. Shield has had LMDs for a while. They're just not good. That's the basic answer okay. that we get. We get like a one-off line about that. Um. So I guess in that sense, it would make sense that, yeah, Stark knows about the program, maybe. You know, maybe his dad knew about it or or something. Mm -hmm. I I could see that. Yeah. And then, to be fair, I know what an LMD is, and they don't exist in real life. So I guess they don't have to exist for me to know what they are. (laughs) That's true, yeah. I mean, as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, Tony Stark could have actually just made one. In, in the Avengers or before the Avengers. Sure, that's true. I mean, he was a target of an assassination. You'd think he would have used it in 2008. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, or, I guess yeah, assassination slash kidnapping. 
Yeah. Well, he never had the um, the reason to until then. After that, he's like, well, I guess I'll have to make an LMB. Or this suit over here just looks a lot more badass. I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean, he made his choice. <laughs> and he stuck with it. Oh, yeah. By, oh, yeah. By, by the time we get to Iron Man 3, you know, he's he's doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 42 down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, the only last thing I have for Radcliffe is that he says he doesn't want to give um, Ada AI because he doesn't want an Ultron situation, which is fair. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. not a lot of that stuff um, has made its way out to the public. Um, but, you know, because I, yeah. I remember when we reviewed Age of Ultron seven years ago or whatever it was, um, <laughs> you know, one of the things I remember pointing out at the beginning was when they said that, yeah, there was actually just a mind already inside of uh, of the scepter, and they just happened to mm-hmm. open it and let it loose on the world. Um, so I guess maybe no one on Earth at the time, you know, was, you know, considering Banner, Stark, Radcliffe, Fitz, um, none of them are probably capable of making an actual AI on the same scale as uh, uh, as Ultron. But uh, yeah, that, that's fair. You know, that that's a recent. Yeah thing in, in memory true um all right and then the other person i have for the chair is yo-yo which a first thing she's aggressively flirting with mac <laughs> yeah yeah she is <laughs> and good for her <laughs> but also like we find out later that she's stealing the super bone pills for um daisy is she would she be this intense if she wasn't trying to distract Mac? I don't think she was trying to distract him because I don't think she got him at that moment in time. Like I think she just got him eventually. Like because at one point, Coulson goes in there to grab Mac, and the two of them leave. Right, so she could have gotten them after her on yeah. her way out. I mean, with her super speed, she could be in the middle of a conversation and run and got him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, she doesn't know. Like she doesn't know that. Colson and Mac are going to leave her in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's just how she is as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have. She's helping out Daisy. I'm glad to see her again. She's doing real good on her English. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. All right. Um, I'm ready to move on to the last 12%. Yeah, sounds good to me. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right. Uh, I've got a few things. I don't know about you. All right, I've, got, I've got one thing, um, which is the ghosts at the end. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there are freaking ghosts randomly. <laughs> <laughs> like we saw ghosts in um, season one, but he was a trans-dimensional being guy. Um. But the weird thing about these ghosts is when they touch people, they make them go crazy. And make people's eyes, like, it look like people's eyes and mouths go black. 
Uh-huh. Very yeah. different from Which season is... one. Yeah. I mean, did anyone touch that guy? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the eyes and stuff, a little reminiscent of uh not Malekith. What's his name? Um, the bad guy from Doctor Strange. Cassilius. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But um yeah, not not super much. Yeah. But that's the only yeah, connection I, I could really see. <laughs> I, I do remember um because at, at around the time that this show was was out or this episode of Agents of Shield came out, um th- you know, we already had trailers for the Doctor Strange movie because that came out like a mm-hmm. month later or two months later. Two um, months. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when that happened, like I, I remember like seeing comparisons like, oh well maybe these guys are in some way related to him and if I vaguely remember, or if I remember correctly, I don't think so, but maybe. We'll, eh, we'll, we'll see. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I have for okay. the 12%. All right. So I've got two things. I was not sure where to bring this one up, so I just put it in here. Um, Colson and Max's assignment um, is to quote-unquote bag and tag inhumans. Are they, like, just grabbing inhumans and putting them in stasis like like they were trying to fight against having to do in the previous season like what what's going on here i think the term bag and tag i might be completely wrong but isn't that like a research thing is you capture them you tag them and then release them out of the wild like i think that could be i would assume that release would also be in there like tag and release catch and release that term sounds familiar um but i I guess really the question is what is their mission because they're they're out doing stuff all the time um at the beginning of the episode they were talking about like being only a few sorry i Hmm? i just looked up bag and tag um it's refers to wrapping a dead body in a bag and tagging them putting the toe tag on them I don't think they're doing that to Inhumans. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> so, I'm really curious what their actual like mission is because they, they've been doing it for what they say like two weeks or something crazy. I don't actually yeah. remember. They they said some of them. Yeah, because they took him off of Daisy's um, the Daisy Hunt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's just kind of weird is what it feels like so maybe they'll say it again at some point later in the season but i'm really curious what they're doing it really sounds like they're just looking into other inhumans who you know people who are getting powers and doing stuff but we don't know what happens after that after they find someone true i mean they could just be doing what they do with the yo-yo it's just like keeping her checking in on her making sure she's not being super evil or stealing from S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, that links directly into my other thing that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. All right. I've been holding on to this one for a while. The Sokovia Accords. Yeah. So, uh, Mac says that, so Yo-Yo is not happy that she, you know, she has to get interviewed every so often. Uh, Mac has to look into like her purchases, like she bought a ticket to Miami, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, but Max says that Yo-Yo signed the Sokovia Accords. Like, she was mm-hmm. in agreement with doing whatever they say. So are they more like a contract and individual people have to 
sign it to say that they will be bound by the rules in those accords. And they're practically forcing people to, to do it, people who have powers. Is that kind of yeah, where they, things are going? I mean, they must be. It's very much the Super or the Mutant Registration Act yeah. from the or, X-Men comics. Or Superhero Registration Act from the Civil War comic. Yes, except the thing is, Yo-Yo is not a superhero. She's not part. She's not like the Avengers or in the MC in the Marvel comics, like the Fantastic Four or the X Men. She's not part of an organized team of superheroes. That's true. Right now, I mean, I don't even know if she is a member of Shield, but right now she's just a random person. She's a yeah. She's a private citizen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know morally how I feel about this. In fact. I agree with Captain America. Still. <laughs> Still Team Cap. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, just the... It, this is one of those things, every so often, the Sokovia Accords do come up in the MCU, and mm-hmm. it's never good. It's always something weird yeah. like this that implies something really bad. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, given the little bit that we kind of knew about them, what how they were drafted and created in uh, Captain America: Civil War. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that's it. I'll just also, be bringing this up every so often. Yeah. Also, Spider Man never has had to sign them. Oh, that's right. Would he have had to sign them at the end of Spider Man: Homecoming when he, assuming that he would have actually gone to that press conference that Tony Stark put on for him? I think so. I think that was like the whole thing right was the big press conference was he signing the accords and joining the avengers oh okay that makes sense in order to join the avengers you probably have to sign them yeah but in shield they're saying if you have powers at all you have to sign them huh i'm very yeah well maybe that is the rule and no one has caught spider-man yet they haven't sent anyone at him and tony stark is like yeah they're not worth it anymore. Maybe he's changed his mind. Similar yeah. to I mean, who's changed his mind in Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll honestly, we'll see what happens if it even comes up in Spider-Man 3, Home on the Range. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, yeah. I'm still thinking Homeward Bound, but all right. Where he picks up uh, two dogs and a cat and just travel across the country. Yeah, he gets lost. He he's trying to get back to Manhattan. He he gets okay. stuck in Nevada or something. I, don't I know. would I would watch that movie with Tom Holland and two dogs and a cat just traveling the wilds of America. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but it would be much better if the dog or if the if the animals can talk to him, or at a oh, minimum, I mean, yeah. the animals can talk to each other, and and we about as the about him. Yeah, yeah. As long as we okay. as the audience know what the the animals are saying. Yes. All right. Um, ready to rate this episode? Because <laughs> yes. we're going off the rails. Yeah, we are. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Oh, all right, Tony. How many, how many homes would you rate this episode? How many homes? Oh, um, I would give this one. Actually, I it was a good, exciting, 
premiere. I would give this uh, four homes. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I'm in the the same boat. Um, you know, I one of the things that annoys me sometimes, or in the past when I was like binging a TV show, is when you get to like a season finale and things are like really cool and epic, and then and then everything calms down and things are good. And then the mm-hmm. season after it, it's just a complete reset, right? You know, you still have the history with those yeah. characters, but it's a very different, like their day-to-day lives are different. Um, you take a little bit longer to get to the actual storyline because they're introducing new villains and, you know, characters and that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that, I feel like they did it in a in a good way um, overall. Uh, and I am biased because I really love the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a four for similar similar reasons. All right. All right. So, everybody, join us next time when we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 2, Meet the New Boss, where we meet the new boss. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us a... Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler. We'll probably go and meet the new boss. Remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 1, The Ghost. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. I'm a ghost. You see me now, you don't. I'm a ghost. Every time you hit the phone, I'm a ghost. Now you see me now, you don't. I know it's inconvenient to change your background, but let's back down so you can see this is a problem. I don't want to put myself in front of.